Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. the dice you roll the gas power podcast on the planet we ask the hard questions like what makes a potion a potion is apple juice a potion no is glue a potion no well okay so a potion has to be a liquid and it has to okay, have an yes. effect apple juice okay. doesn't have an effect it's just tasty apple juice's effect is yummy yummy in my tummy no 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 uh glue can be a potion it's like a potion of sticky but don't you drink potions? You can drink glue. Once. One time, yeah. Well, if it's Elmer's glue, you uh, can drink it a few times. What the fuck is wrong with It's anyway. non-toxic. But like, okay, let's say... I'm gonna go and say that like, a potion has to be a magical drink, right? Okay. What if it's just, what if the apple juice is just enchantedly extra tasty and delicious? Is that still a potion? No, it's just an it's just enchanted then. Well, it's not like isn't isn't a potion supposed to like do a thing? Yeah. Like yeah, it makes it makes my my me go yummy yummy. That's not a fucking thing. You can't. That's not a a doable thing. Like it's not doing that. It just is that. It's just enhanced. It's just high quality. Yes. Would be fucked up if that's what Gertie was giving you guys. I would like, fucking these cry. Potions she's been giving you—they're <laughs> just really, really tasty apple juice that make you feel so good that you forget that you're bleeding to death, and you're able to stave it off for a while. I think that that would be physically impossible considering how close to death you've gotten. And Gertie's Gertie's the only one. Like Gertie's one of the reasons you guys are still alive. You ever think about that? I don't like and this now question. You're ba- yeah, you don't like it? You don't like being thankful to my dear, sweet little baby girl? Gertie isn't anyway. a good fucking person. I know it. I know she's not. I know that she's trying to trick us. She's not who she fucking says she is. She's lying. She's a bitch. And I'm going to find out what the fuck is going on with Gertie, whether you fucking like it or not. You guys want to play some Pathfinder? Yeah. Let's go. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, where we left off in uh, Extinction Curse, uh, you guys were putting on a show in Matt and Cleve. Everything went according to plan except for the owlbear. Um, and you were able to put on a show that really wowed the crowd. Uh, the next day, you got in your slurp wagon and made your way to the nearby town of Fenry, a small village populated exclusively by the Shuni Pugfolk. Uh, you exchanged a few words and were given directions to the Wellspring Tower, 
uh, apparently the site of one of the Aeon Orbs, which you have to revitalize to save the world, save uh, Absalom, whatever. The land around it is dried and cracked up and lifeless, and the orb is flickering in light, which is worse than even the la- like the first one you found. Mm-hmm. Um, after uh, causing a civil war among some uh, local Zorgat and uh, having the fucking heist mission of the century, uh, you guys were able to sneak in, uh, make your way around, and uh, eventually you found yourself a fucking Minecraft tunnel directly going up uh, from one of the inside chambers to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And when you tried to interact with it, some boys came out. Some boys did come uh, out. Giant mechanical sea mines uh, with arms and like spindly arms, spindly eggs, and crystals inside little bulbs. And uh, they are now descending on you, these dark land alchemical golems. And they're going to try hurt you. Fellas, do we wanna do we wanna not be hurt? I would love to be perfect in my health and good and not in pain. Well, let's see if you guys can uh, can get that. Uh, everyone, let's roll some initiative. I got an unnatural twenty, just like a just like a regular twenty, plus my thing, so it's a twenty. I'm gonna so do this power. because I keep forgetting that I can. Uh, Ergo is gonna battle cry and roll intimidation for for her uh, initiative. Okay, I keep 100%. forgetting that this is a thing. You do have that. I forget. Um, you can roll Intimidation. You're not sure necessarily that these constructs will be intimidated, but it will let you roll Intimidation for initiative. Yeah, I, I mean, it's higher, so... <laughs> or, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's higher. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're rolling Charisma for initiative. It's fucking great. Yeah, uh, 32. Oh my god, holy shit is right. Okay, Volio, you got a 20. Mm-hmm. And Royari, are you abstaining from the roll? Yep. Okay. Well, top of the order is Ariato. Ariato, you roar out at these guys, uh, immediately getting ready to fight, and they don't really flinch, uh, so you get the idea that, okay, robots, not afraid of me. Got it. But you are uh, ready to get into combat immediately. So, Ariato, you have three actions, and you got some golems. Uh, I will remind you that you know that golems sometimes have some weird resistances to magic. Uh, you are aware of this? You've fought him a few times down in character. Yes. Uh, she remembers. Believe me, she remembers. She had to duck out. Um, <laughs> she's gonna try to see... Can she roll anything to see if they have any sort of weaknesses? Uh, crafting or arcana should be enough. You will have some bonuses thanks to uh, untrained improvisation, if that's any consolation whatsoever. It helps. 21. Okay, I will say, Ariato, you are unfortunately not super sure, but it's close, so what I will say is I will give you something, but not what you're looking for. Okay. I think, Ariato, you're trying to think, like, okay, how do I stop these guys? What do I do? And then you see um, their hands, and you get distracted by their hands, because their hands have like these vials near the finger and their claws are seeping in liquids and each vial is like a different color and that freaks the shit out of you. You get the feeling that their claws will have random effects when they attack you. Oh, hey, stay away from the claws. 
advantage? Uh, failing forward. You have two actions left regardless, um, but you aren't sure what will work on these guys because they are coming for you and it is very scary. You know what she's going to do? She's going to try to wall off one of them. Ooh. Oh, yeah? Wall of fire. Yeah, okay. Wonderful. Uh, Ariato, as you stand here trying to figure out these weird monstrosities from deep below the earth, you realize that you're uh, not entirely sure how to stop them Im- immediately, but you are right at the very least try counter their movement. Um, you raise a hand and fire starts to s- spindle around you, but then suddenly it explodes into a wall, crossing off and halving this chamber uh, to hopefully keep them back. Uh, where are you casting this? I'm going to wall off the uh, the one that's closest to us. Okay, cool. Uh, he's still in a little nook, so he's you'll be completely trapping him. Good. So this is wonderful because I can finally use my uh, wall of flame... I got, I got a little, I got a little thing. Ooh. Look at that shit. Ooh. Look at that. Uh, Ariadne, you literally create a firewall, lol. And, <laughs> and hopefully you are able to block off them off. And is that your turn? Yep. Okay. Uh, that is your turn. It is now the alchemical golem's turn. Uh, mm-hmm. the one who is stuck behind the um, wall of fire kind of like pauses and it seems to kind of um, it seems to take a moment to analyze the situation. Uh, you see that crystal that is embedded into it like it's it's not a head because it's a semi like it's a hemisphere uh, popping out like from the middle of this sea mine type body but you see that the crystal inside is rotating in weird non-Euclidean shapes um, it's very hard to look at for long. And I think it decides to take a chance. And you figure out that one of the things that it is okay with doing is walking through fire. <laughs> However, it is key- giving you a wide breath and is going for Volio. So you've narrowed down one of the things that it's not, uh, that it is not hurt by. Oh, God. It's my entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's one energy type down. It is going to go for Volio, however. And Volio, you see its hands. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. It is going to try to slash at you. Okay. Um, and that is going to be... That is going to be a 27 to hit. Yep, that hits. Oh, no. I rolled a tree. Oh, no. Well, uh, <laughs> that is going to be... That's going to be uh, 25 damage. Uh-huh. And uh, as it's slashing you, um, I'm going to need you to roll me 1d6. Sure. I can do that. I, I, I can do that for you. I don't want to, but I will. Oh, shit. Two. Two? Mm-hmm. Volio, as it slashes at you, uh, you feel ice pulsing from the wound, and you see, like, basically frost is starting to spout around where it slashed into you. Uh-oh. It had some sort of chemical that it didn't, like, that was in the claw that slashed at you. Uh, it is then going to try again. This time it is swing with the other arm, and that is going to be a 36 to hit. That's a crit. Uh-oh. 
Uh, well, in that case, that is going to be... Okay, hey, that's 44 damage. Um... Hey, uh, question. Yeah? Is there anything I can do here? Yes, glimpse of, uh, glimpse, glimpse of redemption does work on mindless creatures because you are, like... Ha- it's more of a, like, divine meta, like, meta command rather than, like, a, an appeal to the senses. So, Royer, okay. you can, you can uh, tell, make this unfeeling golem briefly feel remorse. Yes, please. I, I would like it to, to, to do that. So, yeah, I, I just, I just, um, uh, maybe don't do that. Have you thought of maybe leaving? Maybe not committing murder? Uh, the golem ignores you. Uh, <laughs> however, you <laughs> you do lessen the damage that Volio takes by quite a lot. That's going to be uh, your level plus four, right? Wait. It's um. It's been a while. We haven't done a fight this book. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, it is two plus my level, so it's eleven less damage. Okay, so that's going to be thirty-three damage, Volio. And I don't know if this does anything, but the enemy becomes enfeebled too. He is not being—he is not immune to being enfeebled, which is great, uh, meaning that his attack rolls are going to be a little less on the next turn. Oh, thank God! Uh, that being said, Volio, roll me another d6. Okay. That's a three. Okay. Uh, in this case, uh, Volio, as he is slashing into you, you feel some electricity pulsing through you. And it hurts. From these two injections together, uh, you're going to take an additional 1d6 electricity and 1d6 frost. So that is a total of three extra damage. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be a lot worse. Um, that is that one's turn. The golem to the north uh, takes an, uh, its turn to kind of gangle on towards you as well. Uh, this time it's going for Royari. Uh, so Royari, the uh, golem is going to actually not come directly up to you, uh, I think. It kind of just sits there, um, and it's, you see that crystal rotating faster and faster in its head before a little vat opens, or a little slit opens in its body, mm-hmm. and it, a cannon flicks out, and uh-huh. it's going to shoot you with a bomb, Royari. <laughs> okay. Roll me 1d6. Yeah, I rolled a five. Okay. So it shoots at you, and as it shoots, that is a nat 20. Mm. I do have breath of life. Just saying. We're okay. Mm-hmm. What level are you guys? Nine. Nine. Oh no, this gets a crit card. Mmm. So, Royale, what happens is this thing flicks out a um, cannon from its chest and ex- shoots a bomb at you, and it le- like it blasts a trail of noxious purple. Um, and when it hits you, it explodes and does 84 damage. Okay. <laughs> it then explodes and hurts everyone else as well. Um, so you guys are all going to take three poison splash damage. Okay. Okay. Not you, Royari, but like Volio and uh, Ariato both take that tree. Okay. But Royari, you are so overwhelmed by this perfect poisonous hit that your mind kind of like, uh, you've, 
you're kind of stunned by like how much that hurt. Uh, so you're stupefied one for uh, one minute. Okay. Like you, you are coughing and wheezing, and you are not able to. What does stupefied do? Well, I'm glad you asked uh, because it means I can talk about Pathfinder RPG mechanics. Mm-hmm. As you know, that's my favorite pastime. Uh, stupefied basically means that your thoughts and instincts are clouded. You take a penalty equal to uh, the value of stupefied you are, which in this case is two on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma checks. If you had spells, your spells would be ruptured. Uh, thankfully, I don't think you have anything on your spell scroll yet, which is very nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is its turn. It took one action to uh, create a bomb one action to walk towards you, and then one action to shoot you with the bomb. Um, and that is its turn. Volio, it is your turn. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Volio, uh, you're standing against these horrible sea uh, mine uh, robots. Uh, they are fucking you up. Um, you know that they are golems, because uh, Royari and you were able to figure it out pretty quickly last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, quickly discussed that with Ariato. You don't know what they are weak to, though. You would be able to roll crafting or arcana to figure it out, or you could use the old-fashioned way of kill, smash, kill, uh, if you decide to be a fucking asshole to Ariato. I think I can have it both ways. Fuck you. Uh, Okay. So I'm going to roll crafting first. Um, Okay. I'm really good at crafting. Consistently. 100%. So it's 13 plus 18. That is... 31? Yeah, 31. Okay, yes. Uh, so what you know about these guys is uh, that th- because they are uh, Darklands are chemical golems, their magic works a little bit different to how it would with other things. You know that they're uh, harmed by sonic damage uh, quite a lot. Um, anytime someone does sonic damage to them, regardless of how little that sonic damage is, it immediately becomes 5d8 instead. Um... They are healed by acid damage, so don't don't acid them, mm-hmm. and they are slowed by the cold. Okay. You also know that casting shatter on an alchemical golem damages it pretty bad. All right. Ah, so this is the special case where shatter actually works. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a special case where they're like, don't worry, we gave shatter one right. Uh, Volio turns his head to Ariato, and they're like, um, if you have any uh, sonic damage, then now would be a good time to use it. Oh, good. I have a singular spell. Yeah. Then don't use acid. Whatever you do. I only have that as a cantrip. <laughs> I won't use it anyway. Nice, nice. And then he starts raging. Okay. Volio, after... Uh giving Ariato a heads up, you start laughing maniacally, and a silly magic starts exploding from inside you. What do you do? Kiss a roo from me to you with the hammer instead of a mouth. And he fucking, he just hits him. Hits this thing. With a 32. Uh, you've, yeah, you fucking hit him hard. Um, how much damage is that? That's 20 piercing, and 2 persistent okay. bleed. Uh, are golems immune to bleeding? Do they have blood? They they are immune to bleeding. They don't have blood. That sucks. That's too bad. Well, you do two damage less then. So that's 20 damage. Volu slam into this thing's knees, and it lets out a creaking like noise of strained metal. Pretty good. Is that your turn? Yep. Okay. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. Uh, 
despite being extremely hurt by an, a huge explosion uh, of poison in your face, um, you were able to like keep your cool and look awesome this entire time before you finally flick into battle. Here's the thing. When Rayari gets hurt, it's not like it's like, like, when Rayari gets hurt, it's like Fire Emblem Heroes. Okay. You still look hot. In fact, right, perhaps then. even hotter. All right. Um, Rayari, their clothes rip. Anyways, um, she... Don't give the fine artists any ideas. I will give them as many ideas as they please. I am on their side. Um... <laughs> Rari is going to um, use my rapier. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a precise strike. Mm-hmm. 37. Okay, a 37 is actually a crit. I love this. Uh, so how much damage is that going to be? 14 times 2. Okay, that is... Um, so that was 20. 28 damage. Plus 5? Plus 5, yeah. So, okay. 33? 33 damage. Uh, Royari, as you attack into him, uh, you realize pretty grimly that this thing's... The way that this thing's body is built means that it a lot of your attacks kind of slide off it because they're piercing and slashing. Mm -hmm. So it had resistance to that damage. Which sucks, and you hate it. I unfortunately have no other options here, so... Yeah. Well, keep going, I guess. Um, I'm gonna use a finisher. Mm-hmm. Um, a confident finisher. 100%. That's not good. Um, it's a 17. That's a crit fail. Yeah, be like that. Uh, do you want to use that, or are you gonna reroll? I'm going to save my hero point in case I am dying. Okay, good call. Um, well, in that case, Rory, what happens is that you trip over your own feet and fall onto the floor. You are now prone. Not your most graceful moments. Okay, well, Rory already just gets up because I have that. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you have Kip up! So, um, Rory gets up and is like. Oh, and backflips over this guy. Okay. <laughs> I just... forgot you had that. I was like, yeah, I'll fuck up Royari. Use your turn to get up, Royari. Fuck! You use a free action to get up because you're a master of dexterity. And you backflip over towards the other alchemical golem. Roll me acrobatics. What happens, is like, what, what Royari's doing, essentially, is they fall over, and Royari's like, excuse me? Falling over? No, I'm going to backflip over something to feel better. <laughs> uh, okay, that's an acrobatics roll. It's 30. Uh, a 30 is yep. going to be enough to get you what you need. Uh, Royari, you backflip over the uh, other alchemical golem, and you now have a panache. Very nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Rare dies your turn. Ariato, it's on you. Apparently, these guys don't like being screamed at. What do you do? Uh, she's gonna scream at them. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, and what spell are you casting? Soundburst. Fortitude save. Oh, no. That's a 22. Ooh. Oh, that's a fail. 
I was like, these guys are pretty good fortitude. I think it's like their highest safe. <laughs> Nothing can save you from bad rolls. That's a fail. They'll take full damage. Yep. Uh, which is to say, you don't have to roll the normal damage. Because like I said, these guys, when you scream, Ariato, you see that glass around the crystals start to sh shatter. And their bodies kind of like... You know, like when you see um, metal being creaked at? Like, what's the word? Uh... You know when metal starts to implode? Like, in a vacuum? Yeah. Ah, yes. Their body starts to, like, indent inwards, and they kind of, like, struggle to stay standing for a moment. As they take a fuck-ton of damage, uh, that is going to be 23 damage to each of them. Mm-hmm. And they are not looking well. Um, in fact, I think... Ariato, one of them, has a little oopsie-daisy. Oh? Because Royari did crit, and I didn't uh, realize this until uh, you did your thing, but this should have this should have happened, and I'm gonna let it have happened now. One of the, one of the lumps on its uh, chest fucking explodes. Uh... And I need you guys to roll me a 1d6. One. One. Okay, cool. Um, you see one of the lumps on this sea mine dude explode and a fucking stream of acid erupts from it. Oh, fuck. And it's all good. You weren't in, you weren't in the uh, area, but it does take 35 damage. Okay. As part of its internal alchemy is er exploding, basically which is not great for it. Um, it kind of turns and creaks at you. Um, you see it's creased, like it's kind of indented body is starting to like pop back into shape, but it looks mad. Well, as mad as a robot can do. Uh, you have one action left. What do you do, Ariato? Uh, give Volio a pat on the back with guidance. <laughs> <laughs> Ariato, the hell energy once again screams through Volio's mind and he gets the urge to kill. And is that your turn? Yep. Okay. It is the monster robot turn. So the one that had shot you earlier, Royari, is uh, now right by you because you backflipped over him. He's not happy that you're there, and he's going to try kill you, I think. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that is going to be a 32 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Uh, okay. Uh, that is going to be... 26 damage and I need you to roll me another d6 thank you three okay Royari as it's slashing into you um, electricity like like a liquid kind of flows from its claws as it slashes you and once it's on your body it starts to electrocute you a little bit and you are going to take you're going to take six electricity damage okay uh, it is going to use its second turn, uh, its second attack now to attack you again. Uh, and this time, that is gonna be... Uh, that is gonna be a 29. Yes, that hits. Uh, and that is gonna be 17 uh, slashing damage. That is actually quite bad. Um, mm -mm. Do I count as an ally? Unfortunately not. <laughs> How much damage? Uh, 17. 
Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is there something you want to share with the class? No, I'd prefer not to. Okay, well, Roy Air Sensor next. I can see your HP. Um, the Darklands Golem slashes into you, and this second time, as fire damage erupts from your veins, it's too much for you. You mm-hmm. stumble over, and you fall to the ground unconscious. Reaction. <laughs> Fuck. Reaction. Reaction? Breath of life. <gasps> oh, shit! KK? <laughs> If if you if you weren't a lesbian and if you were <laughs> consenting, I would make out with you right now. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Um. So, Ariato, uh, as Royari is going down, you let get out a gasp uh, for his mercy, and a golden uh, breath spews from your lips and flies towards him and keeps him going. Uh, that's going to be 4d8 plus your spell casting modifier, Word of Healing. All right. 22 HP. Thank you. Um, wonderful. Okay. Um, Royari, you stumble before you hit the deck, and you are... You're alive. You're all good. Ariatu saved you. Okay! <laughs> Thank you, dear. No problem. Please don't do that again. <laughs> okay. I won't. The golem's still fuck mad, and I think it's going to try grab you, Royari. What the fuck? Um, that is a 29 against your fortune DC. Yeah. Yeah, it works. <laughs> okay. So it slashes you up, Royari. It's not hurting you, but it is like picking you up by like the the hips and kind of staring at you, kind of mad that you didn't die when it calculated you would. Yeah, I'd be like. The other one is moving in on uh, Volio and Ariato. It is going to attack both of you. Let's fucking go. Um, that is going to be a thirty-six against you, Volio. Yeah, that's a crit. Okay, uh, that is going to be 28 damage. Okay. And I need you to roll me another d6. That's a five. Uh, on a five, uh, you are going to take 1d6 poison damage. Uh, that is going to be four poison damage. Woo! Uh, Ariadu, it is now going to attack you as well. Uh, that is going to be... A 22 to hit? Oh, wow. That's not great. Oh, okay. It doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, it's going to try to attack you on its last turn because it's mad that it missed. A fucking 24. Ooh. Doesn't hit. What the fuck? Okay. It's even my rolls against you. <laughs> okay. Volio, it is your turn. Uh, Royari's not in a great spot. You're in an arguably not perfect spot. Golem, what Golem. do you do? Priorities are Royari. Uh, that is best Babe. friend material right there. Um, so Volio's going to have Odd Body go help her uh, with a moderate mm-hmm. healing potion. Uh, okay. So you're going to be using your Valet uh, familiar ability. Yes, Valet. Okay. Uh, Odd Body... Down your shoulder, picks up a potion from your tank, and goes, Medic! And then flies towards Royari. Uh, Royari, uh, she, you have a healing potion which is floating in the air in front of you. 
Grabbing it and drinking it is something you can do on your next turn. Oh, hello there. Um, Volio, you have two actions left. What do you do? Kill, murder, destroy. Yeah, go for it. Ooh, 21. Not gonna hit. Uh, a 21 is not a hit, I'm afraid. It's not good, is it? Let's try again. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. A 15 is gonna be a crit fail, I'm afraid. What if I used a hero point? What if you used a hero point? What if I used it? Or <laughs> a bit of a pinch. Uh, I'm gonna roll a real life. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be. I rolled a five plus... Uh, well, <laughs> I rolled a 5 plus 17. Um, <laughs> unnatural selection. Uh, Volio. <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh no? Oh fuck. You do damage to yourself unless you are a celestial fiend or aberration. You're literally an Azamar. You take extra damage. Um, uh. So that's gonna be. I'm gonna roll 46. Holy shit! Volio oh, might be going down. That's oh, 12 God. damage, Volio. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I was Not about to say, I have so no, many no. reactions. Not bad. Matt, cla- Matt class with Ritz. You had 45 HP and 46 HP. Like 46 damage might kill you. Is that what it is, Ritz? I said I might be going down, and I didn't say soon, but I should have said soon because okay. that's what I meant. Okay, you know what? Fair. Don't I fucking police you. me on the way I'm speaking. <laughs> oh, fucking cunt. <laughs> I'm not anyway. standing for this. <clears throat> um, you got. Is that your turn? I think that's your turn. Yes, unfortunately. Okay. They don't look like they're doing well. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. Ah! Yeah. Um. Mayari is going to take the potion and drink it. Okay. How much healing is that? Uh, three is thirty-eight plus uh, 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 thirty-eight plus ten. Oh, I love that. Bet you do. Seventeen. Oh, okay, fuck. that brings you up to thirty-nine HP. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Mayari, how do you feel? Um, I feel like I'm going to use an item. Yeah? Um, I, I, is it the, um, I can't remember what it is, but it's an item that gives me, like, was it fast? It was either an item or just a thing that gives me, like, you, fast You mean healing? your, uh, your resonant reflection? Yeah, yeah, okay, sorry, it wasn't an item. I was, because I have the eye of essence, too, so I was, th- I was thinking about that, but. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to use that because I currently have 39 HP, so. Okay, so, Royari, uh, you kind of steal yourself and you call upon the divine power that is in your heart as a godling. Uh, and your wounds start to heal over. You now have fast healing and you will continue to do so for one minute. Um, and the amount of healing that you get, let me get this for you, from your reflection of life, uh, that is going to be... So you're going to get fast healing five. So you immediately regain five HP and you will continue gain five HP every turn for a minute. Okay. So I get five. Mm-hmm. And that is your turn. Okay. Uh, Ariato, it is your turn. These guys do not seem to be doing well. However, Royari is in a pinch. Volio is also starting to look like he's in a pinch. You're okay. 
<laughs> well then, let's get this done fast. Give me a fortitude save. Okay, let's fucking go, boys. Again, fortitude is their best, but I have been rolling shifts today. So let's see. Good. Well, you may have just jinxed it, but... <laughs> Do you ever roll a fucking natural one? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I jinxed it the wrong fucking way for me. I was like, haha, if I say it out loud, I'm going to do really well. Oh, you tried to won't. speak it into existence. <laughs> yes, Bitch. I did. I tried to game the system. <laughs> Good job. Well. <laughs> My fucking karma. Um, that's going to be 10d8 damage. Do you want to roll that? Uh, okay. <laughs> 53 damage. Oh my god. Ariato, you let out another powerful scream as you cast Sandburst. And both of these guys, what you basically see happening is like... Like fucking Coke cans under high pressure. Their bodies twist and creak, and then they fucking explode. The, like, vacuum-sealed crystals uh, that were in those hemispheres popping like... Like they were nothing. And they just fall into a pile of rubble on the floor. Both of them destroyed in one fell sweep. <sighs> and you guys have survived. <laughs> that was fucked up. I hate constructs. Oh, me too. Can they just not exist anymore? That's, that's not true at all. We all have a favorite construct. And, and Royar is like, huh, like leans against the wall. It's like, we all know that our favorite construct, Meccano is our dearest friend. You you shouldn't be lying like that. Meccano's on a thin fucking line. Well, yes, he did also. They did also try to kill us. That's what I love about him, Joe. I know. I know. <laughs> Volyard also, like, just sits <laughs> on the floor. I will say, the wall of fire that Ariado cast earlier is still there. It's providing very dramatic lighting. <laughs> <laughs> Or he's like, I could be, I could, I could get a portrait to this. <laughs> Tell Horde later. I'll conjure up another one by the camp, far away from the camp. <laughs> Very far. So, uh, you guys are in a shit. You're not feeling well. That wasn't nice. Yeah. Um, no. But at the very least, you've defeated it, and surely there's no more danger in this tower. Surely. Do you guys want to like rest? Because Ariato took, has, like, tree damage because of the bomb, but Volio and Royari are both in hell. Uh, I will say, Royari, you do regain your HP pretty quickly. Uh, you regain a total of uh, 9 times 5. You gain 45 HP back, Royari, over the rest of the minute, as Yay. your wounds immediately just heal over. Poison? Gone. Slashes? Gone. You look fine. Royari's like, well... There we go. Well, and we I still we still gain H I still gain HP over. Yes. Um, I'm not fighting you have now, right? your okay. Aeon orb or sorry. Um give me a second. Uh one of your Aeon stones, Rary, D. In it the spindle one. I don't know. Where is it like a million of them? Um I don't fucking know. It is a spindle. God damn Ritz. Fuck you. Take a hero point. Yeah. <laughs> um Royari, uh, yes, as you are resting uh, for every minute where you don't take any damage, uh, the pearly white spindle Aeon Stone, which is rotating around your head, does heal you. 
Okay. Thank God. One HP equals one minute. Uh, but the rest of you, if you guys want to, like, take a bit and relax, maybe set up a camp. Yeah, Ariato is going to patch Volio up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not letting Volio do it himself. You see, remember what happened last time. <laughs> uh, so how are you going to do this, Ariato? Is it medicine? Is it magic? What are you doing? Uh, medicine, because she only has Breath of Life. Yeah, fair. <laughs> okay, uh, so make roll me a medicine check. Uh, 24. Okay, a 24. Uh, are you expert? I'm trained. Okay, uh, then you are all good. That is actually... Uh, Royari, do you want to roll me a diplomacy check to tell Ariadna what a good, sweet doctor she is? <laughs> Sure, I will do that. 24. I mean, yes, that works. You... Where is like, where is like, you're doing a very good job, sweetheart. Uh, that gives you a plus one, Ariato, which brings it up to a crit for being trained. Uh, being that, Volio, you are going to restore Ooh. 48 hit points. Ah, uh, I feel better already. Uh, so roll that for me. 20. Yummy, yummy in life belt stream. Delicious. It's really fucking good healing. I'm actually astounded by how lucky you are sometimes. <laughs> and I, I can see that you're rolling. So they're like any any chat, like anyone at home who's like, there's no way she's lucky. She is. She just, they, they just have this luck. Yeah. Um. So 20 healing, uh, Volio, you are looking slightly better. Yeah, Volio's going to use his fast healing too. Okay. Uh, so that's just going to be uh, five times. That's basically going to be 50 HP over one minute. Uh, so, Volio, you feel a shimmer of light inside you, and uh, immediately those wounds start to heal up, as well as Ariato's uh, being very nice to you. Uh, <laughs> and after about ten minutes, you guys uh, are in a pretty reasonable position again. What do you guys do? Mm. There is a perfectly square, herobrine-shaped hole in the ceiling. I want to go see Herobrine. Why do you want to see Hero Brian? It's been so long. Uh, do you know? <laughs> I don't kiss and tell. <sighs> That's why I don't. Hey, fan artists. <laughs> <laughs> fan artists, I want Hero Brian to fully on my desk. Goodbye, Tuesday. Okay. Um, there is a, uh, like, like I said, there are, like, the remnants of a winch, like, system taking you up there if you wanted to go true. Mm -hmm. I mean, might as well. Only way up is through there. Alright. Why not? It's a fun little shortcut. Fine. Fun. <laughs> if there are constructs on the other side of this fun, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> oh no, please don't cry. Let's go, though. Okay, so uh, if you want to go up, you're going to unfortunately need to make me athletics checks. I can do athletics. that. Oh, what if I did flips and tricks instead? <laughs> what if inst What if instead of being athletic, I was acrobatic about it, perhaps? Can I second that? Are you guys going to fucking wall jump? Is that what you're trying to do? I'm saying that Royari would be better at wall jumping than uh, uh, like being in that regular athletics up there. The thing is that I'm pretty sure Volio still has his wings. 
it's probably like coming close to the end of the 10 minutes, but I think Volio still has his wings out. Oh, yeah. So Volio could fly you guys up. Then he should do it. If you want, I can be your little dolly system, a little elevator with wings. Oh, how talented of you. Help, I'm not strong. I can barely do a pull up. (laughs) Yeah, grab on and he like, he like, he like hugs them both. Like very tightly and probably very uncomfortably. Uh, <laughs> like your, it's like your Pluto. Yeah. Exactly. His big, big, strong clown arms, and he flies up with his deviant art wings. Okay. Uh, you get up. I think, like I said, it's probably ending the ten minutes. So, like a little bit after you get up to the top of this tall, tall hole, which I will say is like forty-five feet through perfectly solid rock. Hmm. And it's definitely not part of the construction. Like, you can see that it does not fit the style of the rest of this place at all. Mm-hmm. And you get to the top, and you know what? If things couldn't, or if things weren't already weird, it gets way fucking Uh-oh. weirder real quick. Because guys, when you get to the top, holy shit! Holy shit! What the fuck? What the fuck? The room near the tower's pinnacle is pyramidal in shape. Its corbelled walls rise at a steep angle to an apex 50 feet overhead, where a cylindrical shaft rises another 10 feet before opening to the sky at the tower's point. The stuttering light of the tower's aeon orbs swings around the top of the shaft causing dizzying shadows and occasionally shining its light straight down into the shaft. The 30-foot square chamber has four alcoves, one in the center of each wall, and the entire room is cluttered with crates bearing a sprawling contraption of glass and metal boxes, mirrors, liquid-filled tubes, and copper wiring. The south alcoves had a simple hoist, with a winch and pulley for hauling items up through the square-cut shaft that descends through the floor. The northern alcove holds a giant piece of a rough-cut crystal about three feet in diameter. This crystal rests on the floor and glows with an inner fire. Tubes and wiring from assorted paraphernalia in this room converge on this giant mineral. A low humming pervades the room, originating from the connected apparatuses. Every so often, the swinging light of the orbiting Aeon Orb shines down the shaft from above, striking the vice, which sparks wildly as it absorbs the light. The crystal's inner light then perceptibly brightens. Whenever the orb's light is momentarily absorbed, the orb takes on a dull brownish cast for a few moments before gradually regaining its former sheen. And you're looking at this, and it, you realize what it was happening? This is a draining device. It is sapping the life from the Aeon Orb. Every time its light shines on it, it is pulling away the energy inside the orb itself. I mean, it's impressive. A little bit. How do we kill it? Uh, Probably severing anything connected to the Aeon Orb. That's my guess. But I could uh, inspect it a little bit. Yeah, you're better at this than all of us. <laughs> uh, Volio walks up to, like, the, the contraption, and he's going to roll crafting. Okay. 34. You have no fucking idea. 
This is the most complex machine you have ever seen in your life, Volio. You cannot even begin to fathom how the fuck it's meant to work. <laughs> he, he, he's like up at the machine and he's like tapping it. He's like squinting and he's like leaning down and looking at it. And he's like, I get it. I don't get it. Um. Hmm. What? That's concerning. I, uh, what the fuck? Beats me. This is a too high level for me. I joined the circus because I didn't want to do anything like that. <laughs> well, how about we just smash the crystal? The crystal? Yes. You know. There's, there is um a there is an a, a uh, crystal. I will say, like that is the thing that seems to be powering this whole machine. Yeah. But it isn't. It's it's the thing that everything is powered by. I don't think Volio was necessarily suggesting. Let's kill the Aeon Orb, unless... I'm not, I'm not... I'll put words in my mouth, or his mouth. Uh, he's like... Well, yes, the crystal, yeah, it's powering this whole thing, so fuck it, why not, right? I can just hit it with my hammer. Story over, we can go home. You can try. It's worth the shot, but I'll get the bandages just in case. Alright. Just don't destroy the... And he, he hops over the machine to the crystal, and he kind of like uh, spins his hammer in his uh, in his hand a little bit before bringing it down on the crystal. Make me a reflex save. As a twenty-eight. Oh, you're so lucky. You only take half of it, D10. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, Volio, as you. Connect your hammer with this crystal before you actually touch it. There is a blast of feedback that hits you like a truck. You take 20 damage and are launched back 10 feet. Oh! And you quickly realize, oh, that crystal is in a stasis field. Ah. Which is a weird thing to put a crystal in. It is weird. I don't know how to stop it, so let's just turn back. That hurt. Are you okay? I mean, uh, they kind of flew there uh, against my view. Ouch. Do you, do you need band-aids again? Mm. <laughs> Nothing a little portion can't help. Okay. <laughs> but there's a field around that crystal for sure. Mm. I didn't connect. Uh, does anyone want to make me a perception check? I'll try. Sure. 30. 33. That's an at 20. Damn. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, Volio, I think what happens is that you are pouting and you kind of like, as you are pouting and the others are trying to fix it, uh, you just casually pull out uh, a book that you are sitting on and start leafing through it like it's a magazine in the waiting room. And <laughs> you speak under common. Yes. So, uh, as you kind of start going through it, and you're like, oh, oh, this is an instruction manual. Oh, these are the notes of the person who built this thing. Oh, blueprints. They're metal sheets carved with diagrams uh, and notes in undercommon. A ring of metal keeps the pages together. 
and it seems to have belonged to an alchemist named Terseka. Hmm. And you're like, that's important. That's a name I should remember. Anyway. Um, Does it say anything about what exactly the machine is like doing for? Like, yeah, like doing, like what it's harnessing this energy for? Well, what it appears to be designed to do is kill the Aeon Orb. Um, every single time its light shines on that crystal, that crystal is apparently um, something from the plane of Earth. Um, which is, whoa, that's a little bit, that's a lot. Um, straight up, this is an extra-dimensional crystal. And anytime the device has basically been rigged up to steal away its life force every time. Slowly but surely, uh, accelerating the already incoming demise of the Aeon Orb through this really well put together machine. However, now that you understand it, you know how to destroy it. And how do I do that? Uh, you know which things to disconnect in which order to avoid it exploding in your face and killing you. Um, so a crafting check, and you will have a plus eight on this. Er, so there's no one else in this room besides us, right? Yeah. And, okay. I DM you. Sure. I think the answer I'm already going to guess is yes. Volio, uh, Volio's, he's got, he's got the book, and he's, like, uh, flipping through it, and he's like, hmm... I said only about how to turn it off. It's only about what it's doing. I will okay. say, they definitely told you how to turn it off. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Stumped. What should we do? Um. Well, I want. Preferably this machinery. Where he very, very gently, like, pokes the side of yeah, it. a little bit of a static shock. be off. I... Uh, preferably that would turn off. Because I feel like that... Like, this machinery being on is the bad thing. Like, if the Aeon Orb was left alone, it would be fine. Right, yes. It's sapping the energy from it. That's what it yes. says. And that is the thing keeping our fucking home alive. <laughs> so I would prefer that it was off so that it wasn't being trained. Well, hmm. and he puts the book down right next to him, closed. You could always do trial and error. And <laughs> what is trial and error? Fucking around with it uh, till we figure out how to do it. Well, we could try that, um, but we should be careful considering the fact that I just touched it and felt the static shock. And you blew back a few. Ariadne, do you want to make a perception check on Volio? Sure. <laughs> uh, 27. Volio, what is your deception, DC? Uh, well, my deception DC is like plus 10, right? Yeah. So my. So that's 25, my deception DC. 
Ariato, you glance down at the book that Volio put down, and you glance at how Volio is basically suggesting, oh yeah, let's fuck around. Who knows? You don't know why, but you smell a rat. Ariato squints, I think, and says, that was from the creator of this thing, right? Hmm? The book? Yeah. Uh, perhaps. It was written by someone who understands the machine at the very least. I don't know who created it. Hmm. I find it weird how something this complicated. Are you sure that there's no sort of manual about how to completely take this thing down without, you know, shock? Hmm. It would make sense for one to be in here, yes? Rari, luckily for you, you can cast uh, Comprehend Language thanks to one of your Aeon Orbs if you wanted. Oh, right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Rari's like, can I see the book for a moment? Oh, you speak on that moment? Uh, I can in a moment. Sure. He gives him the book. Um. Rari sort of like, um, pokes one of the, um, like the, 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 um, one of the Aeon Orbs, the one that, um... Aeon Stones? The gold nodule yeah, one? Yeah, or Aeon Stones. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can, while Moriari's doing this, can Volio disarm the machine since he's no, he knows how to? <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. Uh, roll me initiative, guys. With Rory rolling uh, society and Volio rolling uh, crafting. Crafting. Okay. And Ariadne, you can roll me perception if you'd like. That's 35. That's 29. Okay. Uh, Volio, you go first. Um, as Royari <laughs> is activating their Aeon Stone, you quietly slip towards the thing and uh, you... Get to work. Roll me a crafting check. And you'll have a plus eight on this. 25 plus eight. That is... A tr- 33. A 33. Uh, click. Uh-huh. You hear uh, one of the kind of generators on this thing powering down. Okay. Next one. Okay. That's 28 plus eight. Okay, that's another clunk. Uh, the second generator powers down. There's only one left. However, that is the end of your turn because you have to move. Oh, you're right. <laughs> and I had a good roll too. Um, Ariato, it is your turn. You don't have to do anything, but I think you definitely noticed that Volio is doing this before Royari has activated the thing. If you want to do anything about it, that is, on, that is on you. Or you can just watch and see what happens. I think she's going to cast a message on Volio. Oh, 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 go for it. For someone who's just fucking around, you know way too much. What's going on? Well, you were able to reply uh, with a whisper right back. 25 words or less. I don't need that many. I'm sure I don't know what you mean. Bastard. Message is one action. You got two actions left. <laughs> <laughs> Ariari is being a bimbo right now. 
<laughs> you got blown back 10 feet. And now you're saying you know exactly what to do. Seriously, I'm giving you an out. What's up? Hitting my head must have knocked the answer right into it. Son of a bitch. Like what happened with Jellico. <gasps> he fucking freezes in his tracks. And like what happened in the library. Bullshit. And you know it. Last time. Tell me. Take a hero point, KK, because I'm literally on the edge of my seat with my hand under my chin, pogging. I don't know that he says anything back, but he's turning his head and he's staring at Ariadna. She stares back. And that is your turn, Ariadna. Okay, Rari, roll me a society check. That's reach your distinct smiley face. <laughs> An actual society check this time? Yeah, I rolled a society check to read this thing. I rolled a 25. Oh, Royari! It looks like, um, basically that there are three generators powering up this big crystal, or helping do it, do its thing. If you, uh, if you deactivated them, it would probably stop it from doing the thing, smiley face. Oh, oh Royari's gonna do that, smiley face. <laughs> Royari, you can roll a TV check <laughs> with a plus eight. Hell yeah, okay. Um, that would be a 25, then I think, something like that. Uh, 25, yeah. Royari, what happens is you're like, oh, interesting. And you walk up to a thing with the book in your hand, and you try to disconnect it, uh, a wire, and then you're fucking exploded with energy. Um, roll me a reflex save. <laughs> okay. 27. Okay, Royari, uh, because you have evasion, I'm pretty sure, you take no damage, but you do, like, narrowly avoid a fucking arcane explosion of magic in your face. I was like, oh my god, Jesus. <laughs> this is happening where her, her fucking back to Ariadne and Volio, who are having a fucking, like, like serious private moment, and Royari's <laughs> like, oh, what's over here? Ah! Sorry. You have one action left. Do you want to try again? Yeah, sure, why not? Because the last generator was near where you were. That's a 40. Well, Royari, you deactivate the final generator. And it powers down with a large whine. And Ariato, Royari, and Volio, it goes off. While two of you are having an intense moment of eye contact, which tells a really tense story in itself. And it looks like for a moment you've done it. Rayari, you did it. Everyone should be really happy, right? Rayari's, uh, Rayari turns back and it's like, I did it. Are you two okay? <laughs> yeah, Volio seemed to help. You want to talk about it? About <laughs> fun? Was that odd, buddy? <laughs> Our buddy no. is fucking, like, pokes his head out of the fucking uh, bag of weasels. And it's a... Uh, no. Mm. That wasn't you, That's not in his vocal range. I think that 
many things that you are not aware of are in that little thing's vocal range. Hey, Ariasha, mm-hmm. while they're arguing, you see something? Okay. Crystal melted. Uh. It's a big pool of I slime don't... on the floor. Oh, God, okay. Uh, gross. Uh-oh. Did you I'm pretty sure that's it? not how... Yeah, sure. Uh, you're pretty sure that's not how ionic bonding works, but sure look. I, um, I took AP chemistry. I know that's not <laughs> how that works. <laughs> um, do you want to make me an occultism check? Oh, that, that I can do. Okay. Uh, where's my shoot? Wow, my occultism is not as high as I thought. Uh, so that's a... Mm-hmm. Uh, 20. Okay, so you don't succeed. Uh, it gets yeah. up. Mm, that's not supposed to happen. That's definitely not how I hunt Bonnie works. Uh, you are in this thing's face as it starts to fucking morph. And uh, to your growing horror... You see that the crystal which had been powering this thing is now animating as an ooze. Oh, and you don't know what the, the fuck f- that was, but it's getting up and it's gurgling at you. Oh god, what the fuck? <laughs> and mm. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today, or go to Anchor FM to get started. There are, in our world, certain places that seem to draw on the strange. Tragic news on this, the first day of school in Chillhaven, as a local teen has been found dead, under what authorities are describing as mysterious circumstances. The unusual. So sleeping is difficult, because I don't blink, so... Oh my god. The monstrous. (laughs) And then he vomits out his whole skeleton onto his desk. What? And when you were a hip, young teen, coming of age in one of these locations... So I'm, like, walking, trying to, like, subtly unzip my hair out of my backpack. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you are an aspiring scientific genius. What do they fluctuate, Zeke? Molecules? A burgeoning telekinetic. I think you have telekinetic powers. That's so specific for you to say right now. Um. <laughs> or a social media influencer. And she took a and she took a selfie too, and she put glass their fake glasses. <laughs> Your safety is not guaranteed. Why do I keep being made to look at things that shouldn't be? <laughs> In these dangerous times at Chillhaven High. Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High is a real play radiophonic supernatural teen drama. 
New episodes every Tuesday. Follow us everywhere at Chillhaven High. We now return to Dice Will Roll. I would like everyone to uh, roll me initiative one more time, because this ooze is now letting out, like, both a weird sloshing noise, but then, like, there's a weird hum in the background, too. Okay. Oh, it's a 25 for Volio. Uh, Arrow's gonna... I'll cry. Wonderful. I will not be rolling. That's 21. Okay. At 21, well, top of the order is Volio. Hey, Volio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't know that the crystal could do that. That wasn't in the book. You can roll a cultism to try and figure out what this thing is, if you would like. Otherwise, you can try kill it. I'd love to find out. Uh, I wouldn't, ooh, I wouldn't be able to hit it, though. Well, I would, just not with rage. Uh, plus, my cultism isn't that good. It's only a plus three. Okay. So I'm going to leave that. Uh, Volio is going to start raging. Okay. Uh, he's going to walk up to the ooze, and he's going to hit it. Go for it. I forget if uh, bludgeoning damage is okay for oozes. Probably not. 33? Uh, attorney tree is a hit, yes. Um, in fact... It's 19 That would. Piercing. That is, in fact, a crit. Oh. As you do uh, 38 uh, bludgeoning damage against this little piece of shit. <laughs> um, and... Normally, you're you're pretty sure oozes are immune to crits, so it's very nice that that didn't that worked. Um, and then your stomach falls because you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Because as you oh. smash this thing like glass, it explodes into like shards, mm-hmm. and then the shards reform into two separate ones. Oh, not a good idea at first. Oh my mm. god, this is fucking top of my mind. So their HP, basically this thing has appeared to split into two separate oozes. Um, both of these oozes will have half the HP of the original, but there's now two of them, which sucks. And then there were two of them. Uh, so, Volo, that's happened. You know that's happened because you slammed it and made it explode into glass by uh, hitting your hammer. Uh, that is your turn, mm-hmm. though. Um, Ariato, it is your turn. Holy shit, that thing just came to life. Hmm. Uh. Huh. I don't know, kill it with fire? <laughs> <laughs> Entirely possible, you can give it a shot. Uh, she's going to do a produce flame punch then, because she's like right next to it. Okay, cool. Make me that attack roll. That is a hero point that I am using right now. That is a hero <laughs> point. Hero point. You, you wow. just got one, so all good. What the fuck? Okay. 26. A 26 is a hit. Okay. Oozes have notoriously low, H, uh, low AC. Okay. Well, then, uh, punch. Yeah, okay. We'll roll that down, Geriato, as you flame punch this thing in the face. Well, face. Fucking dice. Jesus. I don't know why it's that much dice. But, uh, fired. Uh, this is melee damage, actually. Uh, Uh 44 damage. Holy shit. Yeah, Ariato. You fucking deck this thing hard. Um, and it explodes into glass. Okay. Uh, It 
as, basically, as you punch this thing, it explodes into like a shrapnel of uh, burnt up glass. Uh, and you see that it turns into another one that starts to reform. Mm. Um, thankfully, though, they are both uh, have their HPs divided by two, so these are getting... There's more of them, but they're, like, manageable. Like, you can see that they are... Be- and then there were three of them. And then there were three of them. Um, they look much more... Uh, what's the word? There's less glass and more goo in these ones. You know what I mean? And they kind of quiver, and you have one action up. What do you do? She's going to back up because she has a plan. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Um, she, she, goes to Rye, she goes next to Rai and says, yeah, don't stand next to them. Try not to. Okay. Uh, I won't. It is now their turn. And now they are fully formed and you can see them. These are basically like, they look like a mix between glass shards and bubble gum, except they are also like made of the same purple material. Um, and they're pulsing with a weird life force, which is genuinely, like, hard to look at. Some of them don't look great. One of them looks pretty decent. Uh, but then they start, now that they're fully formed, they start vocalizing. And a subsonic hum starts screeching through the area. Uh, and that is going to affect everyone in the room. Oh, no. Um, a creature, you guys all need to make me a will save. Is this a mental effect? It is 100% a mental effect. All right, gotta get a plus one to this. Hell yeah. <laughs> 21, twinsies. Uh, Bro, I'd start fucking you. Okay. Bro. 36. Okay, Ariado, uh, fucking crit success and a half. You're fine. You don't care. Your mind's so fucking powerful. You don't care about humming. <laughs> Volio and Royari, <laughs> the frequency at which it is wailing is starting to trip up your brains um it's like as you were like as you're doing stuff suddenly your brain will stop sending like messages to the rest of your body so you'll be like walk and your brain will be like buffering give me a second um the frequency that they are whining at which is this weird like glassy scream nearly um, think Ramiel from that one movie called Evangelion's Funny Journeys. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Basically, it is cutting off part of your neuron messages. You are both stunned, which means that you're going to have two actions on your next turn. Okay. Um, however, they are now descending on Volio to eat him. And you see them growing mouths. Oh, that's not good. Oh, fun. Um, Less than good, yeah. They got crystal teeth and they are attacking him. So one of them is going to try to engulf Volio. Oh, what a common plot thread we've got going on. I'm so glad I'm no longer the one people make more jokes about. It's always Volio. I did, I did, I did give them a reason to do that, yeah. so. Uh, so basically, it's going to stride over you, and uh, it is going to, you're going to need to make me a reflex at Volio. Got it. How's a 27? Uh, a 27 is going to be a fail. Cool. And Volio, it's got you and it's, uh, it basically absorbs you immediately. Oh, no. You're going to take 2d6 damage as it immediately starts munching and crunching on you from the inside. Uh, glass teeth pushing into you from all angles. And Ouch. that is going to be 6 damage. Oh, it's a pain. Uh, Volio gets worse. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Make me a fortune save. 27? 
That is going to be a, a fail. Oh, shit. Volio? Yeah? As the teeth are pushing into you, you start to feel a tingle around where they're biting, and you glance down from inside this thing uh, through, like, the, the translucent semi-solid glass ooze you are in, and you realize with horror that there are crystals growing from you. Ooze, it's not good. It's bad, actually. It is crystallizing you. You are slowed. You have one action on your next turn. The other ones uh, are probably going to leave Volio to uh, be consumed. So they're going to spend their turns going towards Ariato. And Ariato, it takes one action to move 10 feet. It uses another action to move another 10 feet. And finally gets up to you on its turn action. And now it's just there in front of you. Uh, <laughs> it's just like... <sighs> uh, and the last one. Takes one action to move ten feet. Uses another action to move another ten feet. And then it's finally up to Royari. <laughs> and Royari, it is your turn. Okay, well, um... I'm really sorry for this thing. Um, but I'm gonna move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Um, I'm gonna move here. Okay. Up to about where... Like, a little bit further away from volume. Okay, you're gonna fucking, uh, jump, run around the side of the walls, okay? Um, and then... I'm gonna pull out my, uh, whip. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to... I'm gonna use a finisher. Okay, cool, go fresh. On the ooze? Yeah. It's an ooze, so it doesn't... I don't think it actually crits, but I just want everybody to know that I rolled a nap. Well, you do get a crit card from it. Yay! So it is, it's not completely worthless. Um, Thank God. But what I will say is, Royari, you realize uh, with a sour face that it takes very little of the damage that you're bringing in. Um, because it is a finisher. That is annoying. But it, is, it seems to have not cared that it was a finisher. It did not care about your cool looks or style. It's not finished yet. <laughs> it, it isn't finished yet. Uh, so uh, that is going to ignore all precision damage and all crit damage. Um, so that is going to be... Can you just roll me a uh, regular weapon damage, basically? Um, okay, one second. Nine. Okay. That's going to be nine damage. And uh, as you are doing that, I'm grabbing one... I'm grabbing a card that can physically affect an ooze. Okay, Royari, uh, as you are swiping at this thing, uh, basically what happens is that uh, you actually sever a chunk of it onto the floor and it like doesn't turn into a second ooze, it just like crumbles away. Uh, you create a muscle wound and this thing is all... It's not muscle, but it's something. It resists some of the damage you do, I will say, but not all of it. Um... And now, because of your crit card, it is going to be enfeebled to two, which means it has a minus two on all its physical attacks and DCs, which is Yay. really good for Volio, who only has one turn on his next uh, ac one action on his next turn. Speaking of which, Volio, it's your turn. Uh, you are being turned My into turn. a fucking crystal. You like that? I would like to stop. Okay. Being turned into a crystal. You make me. A, That'd be nice. You make me an athletics check to escape if you'd like. Aye, aye, Captain. That's a 30. 
A tree? Yeah, Volio. Uh, you fucking yank yourself from outside of this thing. And uh, you get up, like, you manage to pull yourself out. And Ro- Ariadu and Royari, you can see him. He is, like, partially turned into Jem. Ah, Jem's son of Volio. Shut up. <laughs> um, it's encasing him. Uh, these, you realize very quickly that whatever this thing is, it doesn't have a uh, digestive enzymes. It just converts you into its body. Horrible. Mm. Um, but Volio, you are out, and you are all good. And that's the only action you get on this turn. Okay, cool. Ariado, it is your turn. Oh my god, what do you do? Or it's safe for all of them. Uh-huh. I'm very worried about this. That's a 25. Okay, that is my DC. Okay. Uh, so... I will... Yeah, they'll take half damage or whatever. What are you doing? Soundburst. How did you figure out their secret weakness? Crystal. <laughs> Crystal, God damn it! You use fucking Pokemon logic. No! <laughs> Everyone knows sound type beats crystal type. There's no fucking sound type. Oh, as opposed to the crystal type, which is real and exists. Yes. <laughs> Ariato, roll me that damage. There it is. You're going to take half damage, but I don't know if it's going to matter for most of them. Uh, Ariato, you see two of them fucking explode. Like, not just explode into, like, stuff, but straight up. Because they're weak to sonic damage, poof, the one by Volio explodes. Poof, the one where Royari had been standing explodes. Uh, the one in front of you um, does take the full damage. However, what you see happening is that the sonic does cause it to shatter into pieces, and it does, again, explode into two of these things. Rule of threes. <laughs> <laughs> there are always two there are. That being said, you have destroyed... You have basically knocked out some of the ones that were there before. And they... Like, yes, you create another one, but they're, like, being severely knocked down in HP. You have one action left. What do you do? Stab it with a trident. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Uh, she, doesn't, she doesn't like having one right next to her. Yeah, it's it's not comfortable. It is gurgling at you. Fifteen. Fifteen is unfortunately not a hit, which is yeah. surprising considering how shit their AC is. Um, you try to stab it, it, but it kind of bounces off its glassy shell, and you're like, oh, gross. And you decide you don't want your tried getting scratched up, thank you. Um, no, this is a gift from Gozer. Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Crystal number one is going to try to attack you, Ariato. And it is just... I think it's just going to start mashing at you. I think it's just going to start, like, slamming you with its pseudopods. It doesn't slam you with a pseudopod. It gets a natural one. (laughs) (laughs) I always get so fucking cocky, don't I? You really do. Um, okay. As it's trying to attack you, it accidentally attacks its friend. And in doing so... That is going to be 48 plus 5... Oh my god, that's 27 piercing damage. You see it needle its friend. And obviously its friend resists some of this because it is, you know... Uh, resistant to piercing. But it still hurts. 
Um, letting out a low gurgle, it's going to try again. Uh, and this time, that is going to be a 20 to hit. Doesn't hit. Okay. And lastly, but certainly not leastly, a 21. Nope. Okay. The other one, it's going to take one action. Crawl closer towards Volio. Second action. Crawl closer towards Volio. And on his third action, Volio is beside you. Uh-huh. Uh, and that is its turn. Royari, it's your turn. It is also, coincidentally, next to you. Oh, how wonderful. What do you do against this ooze? Um, um, I'm going to get Panache. Okay. Because uh, I don't have it right now. Um, I was going to just back up over it. You know, I feel like that sometimes. Ooh. 38. Uh, that's... Yeah, crit. You get a hero point, and you uh, fucking instantly get your Panache back. Yay. Royari's on the other side of them. I'm gonna use a different weapon. Um, I'm gonna use an action to change the weapon that I'm okay. using. Um, to the sword. Okay. And or my uh, my scroll sword, my rapier, my epic mm-hmm. item. Um, and I'm just going to use another finisher. Mm-hmm. Thirty-three. Thirty-three is going to be a crit. Unfortunately, it's that's not how that works. Um, and again, you your finisher isn't actually going to um, do extra damage to it, but you certainly do hit. Okay. Uh, so, roll me that. Uh, I mean, you. I mean, your finisher does do one thing: is that uh, you are distracting it, so it is going to take a minus two to its attack rolls until your next turn. Uh, thanks to your mm-hmm. uh, wit swashbuckler thing from being just really fucking cool and sexy. It's so true. Um, so, Royari, you basically kind of heard it as you're attacking it, um, and you are going to do, uh, 11 damage to it. Which is very nice, very respectable. Yeah. Uh, and now it's Volio's turn. Mm-hmm. Volio, there's a crystal. You're getting mighty sick of crystals. I don't like them. Uh, if, if he hits it again, is it gonna split again? Uh, I mean, unless you kill it. And it doesn't look like it's doing super hot. Well, I'm gonna fucking kill it then. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to hit it. Ooh, 22. 22 is going to be a hit because it's an ooze. 19 damage. And Volio, you fucking crush it and it dies. Hmm. I mean, there's only one ooze left. Surely it won't become more. Alright, he takes one action to move over here and he's going to hit this one also. Okay, go for it. <laughs> That's a nat 20. You son of a bitch, Volio. I'm actually so fo- <laughs> I'm actually going to- I'm gonna lose it. Because I was like, uh-huh. that's a bad play on Volio's part. If he runs over to it and attacks it now, he's got too much HP to survive. He can't crit against his thing unless- like, sorry, no. It's got too much HP to survive an attack. It will split, and that's going to be another problem. Unless he crits. Would you look at that? Would you fucking look at that? Volio? My lucky day. How much damage is that? Well, that's 13 times 2, 26. And because it's bludgeoning, yep, you can crit it. And I'm going to pull a crit card because that is a natural 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is going to be Momentum. Volio, uh, you have a plus two on all your attack rolls for until the end of your next turn, because you are just going crazy right now. 
It takes 26 damage. Oh my god, it's dead. Why do I fucking bother? Why do I fucking well. bother? <laughs> here's, the thi- here's the thing, Derry. Because of the fact that we're only three people, um, and you often do, do stuff to help us compensate for that, mm-hmm. it just means that sometimes you don't... You, you, ju- you just lose. You just lose really bad, Derry. Yeah, it would fucking seem so. Volier, you bring your hammer down and destroy it. And this thing explodes. And as it does, the damnedest thing happens. Mm-hmm. You're all blasted with healing energy. You all restore 10d8 HP. Oh. Cool. Mm. And you... So that's going to be... 36 healing. Okay. Uh, does anyone want to roll me occultism or I think religion in this case? 22. Rolio, it's a fucked up ooze. Mm, fucked up ooze. Uh, 26. Okay, Ariato, you, I think by now, piece together what this thing was. Mm-hmm. This was a carnivorous crystal. Um, usually these, t- like, basically it's a crystal from the plane of Earth. Which, again, the fact that it's extra planar is beyond strange. They shouldn't be here. This is not the kind of thing Zulgat traditionally are known for being able to do. Unless there was, like, some... Ex- there was an extremely powerful Zulgat in the area. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Volian Royari boat read a very interesting name earlier. Um... Mm-hmm. But what just happened there, Ariato, was the life energy from the Aeon Orb being released into you all. Because you destroyed the thing that basically had been siphoning off the life energy, and you reckoned the thing that had been animating these crystals in the first place. Hmm. Which is really cool. And for a moment, you guys are able to discuss. Uh, got to love an ooze. Hated it. Oh, yes. Well... Uh... Looks like they're done here, Zen? Uh, not so fast. Mm-hmm. Because as you're saying that, Volio, suddenly the flickering light above you, which has been, like, coming in and out, pauses directly over the pyramidal slit in the ceiling. And the room is totally illuminated. And above you all is an neon orb. Oh, uh, Hello. <laughs> Folio backs up a little. The light shines into you all, and as you all stand, you start to feel more alive again. But it's also, when you were in Aberton, when you first received the divine power of Aradin, you experienced life unbridled. And you are experiencing that again, yes, but it, it's different. You hear the churning of the mighty sea as it pushes against the shores of Portos. Sailors in their boats bring home livelihoods of fish for their family, boats to cook and eat themselves and to sell. You feel the gentle pulsing of stream water as you dip your hand through it to pick up a small uh, stone. The stream parts around your hand and carries on elsewhere, bringing with it minerals, life, 
deeper into the rest of the island. You feel the rain on your skin, nourishing you as it nourishes the plants of this island. At its very core, life relies on water, on the ability to to grow from it, to to bring moisture to where there was once nothing but dust. And as you feel that very core building block of life, water becomes part of who you are. And you accept the resonant reflection of water. Ah. You're brought one step closer to uh, the power of Aridin. And your body is mm-hmm. infused with the essence of water and it becomes adapted to its presence. You all gain a swim speed of 10 feet and the ability to breathe underwater. <laughs> well, that's nice. And that's kind of sick. In addition, once per day, you can also focus this affinity to gain an additional effect. You can cast control water as a fifth level divine spell. The area that you can control increases by 10 feet in length and width for every two levels you have beyond 10th level. I think, Royari, you stumble back a little bit as this is finally, like, this experience comes to an end. And as you do, there are literally bubbles of water around your hands. And you realize that you're able to kind of water bend with them. <laughs> Evolio, look at this. Mm-hmm. He looks over. <laughs> makes a dick out of water. <laughs> Volio, you do that and you actually spit take. Actual water explodes from your mouth. <laughs> I think I'm using this power very usefully. Oh. Okay. Ariato. <laughs> Water kind of like, again, kind of like swirls around your fingertips the same way that you were usually able to do with fire, you are now briefly able to do it water. It's an interesting experience at the very least. Arata looks at her hand like, this isn't my usual thing, but I'll take it. <laughs> Double the power! Uh, what control water does for context, so you are able to use it if you ever need it, it has a range of 500 feet and an area of 50 feet by 50 feet. And basically, you can raise or lower the water in a chosen area by 10 feet, or more as you heighten it. Uh, water creatures in the area are subjected to the effects of slow. So basically, you see water elemental, you can say, go fuck yourself. And if, <laughs> if you need to cross, uh, if you need to cross water or whatever, you're able to kind of harden it around your feet and walk over and shit. Basically, this gives you some aquakinetistry. Man, Ufi's going to be out of a job. <laughs> and you orb above you as you're kind of like joking around and coming to terms with the fact that, hey, we're one step closer to being as like to some of the divinity Aradin once held. That orb starts to rotate again, but now it it kind of lets out nearly a sigh of energy. And it's no longer flickering as it's rotating. And then you hear a weird rumble from the earth. You don't really know what that was, but you do hear a weird rumble. Are there any windows in this room? Uh, 
I mean, there's a hole in the ceiling that if you climb 50 feet up, uh, you'd be able to look out the side. But no, this is otherwise kind of like a contained room. You could make one if you're a fucking asshole. Uh, yeah, I'm always gonna make a window. You fucking asshole. Make, roll me athletics to fucking slam your face through the wall. Yeah, he uses his feet. His fucking bashing charge feet. Yeah, go for it. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm using a hero point. <laughs> Bolio, what do you do it? Give me one second. He runs headfirst into the wall. 24. Okay, you know, I'll allow it. It's pretty crumbly stone. You basically make a little hole that you can look out of. You fucking vandal, this is literally holy property. What in the world are you doing? There, is, is there anything different outside? You know, the damnedest thing. Mm-hmm. The all dead. Um, but you don't think that's what, <gasps> you don't think that's what happened here. What you do see <laughs> is that there is something that is different. Mm-hmm. A tin trickle of water is coming out from beneath the tower. And down the, where once there was a mighty river, there is a single trickling stream of water. Hmm. that so? It isn't much, but it's the start to getting things back to how they used to be. You guys need to finish that job. He, he sticks his head back in and he's like, well, fix the tower. You know, we could have just, like, gone outside to... Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Rari, with your little nasty teeth boy senses, you get the feeling that uh, these devices, there's copper wires and high-quality mirrors from whoever this Taseka person is. Mm-hmm. You're going to guess that you're going to sell a lot of this for, hmm, you'd estimate about 200 gold. Rari sort of looks down at everything and is like, we're taking this. Yes, Um, one thing that you find, Royari, is you're starting to pick up some of the more valuable shit and hawk it off downstairs, is mm-hmm. a circular plate of steel that seems to have been, like, meant as a reflector. But I, I want you to roll me a, uh, a magic check of some sort, like an identify magic. Uh... Or arcana, religion, whatever. I'll do religion. 31. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's a nat 20. Yeah, Royari, you kind of glance this over, look it over a bit, bonk, bonk, bonk on one side, and you realize that you could very easily repurpose this scientific device as a force shield. Oh my. The, basically, the way that it works is that um, this little glass reflector, it looks like a satellite dish with um, glass tiles in a mosaic pattern. It would mm. it could work as a shield, yes, but once per day you could command it to cr- surround you with a, a bubble of energy that would protect you from harm, giving you a resistance five to all physical damage for a minute. Rare is like, oh my goodness. And if you don't like it, it's and an expensive fucking it. item. No, I think I, I think we will, I think I think this is a good item. I think that having something that makes it hard to hit people, um, or perhaps impossible, is a good thing. Uh, so, are you gonna? Uh, would anyone else like that, or Royari, uh, would you like to take it? Julio doesn't mind. Didn't say anything about him. Uh, 
Ariadna wants to be as lightweight as possible. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, well, in that case, uh, I will drag and drop that into your character sheet, Royari. And Royari, uh, you equip the force shield. Very cool. You could probably stylize this to look really nice and champion if you wanted. <laughs> uh, of course, of course he's going to do that. He is fashionable, if nothing else. Do you guys want to head back down and make your way back to Fenry and take the show back on the road? Yeah. yeah. Ray, I think you probably make your way down to Winch uh, first, because of course you do. Ro- mm-hmm. Volio and Ariato, you two are left with each other for a moment. Volio's not looking at her. I think Ariato is looking at him for a second, kind of crossing her arms and waiting for him and uh, waiting for him to say something. Um, but when he doesn't, I think she just shrugs and says, Look, we all have our own baggage, but you know that this is important, right? I think he just smiles, looks at her, and he's like, Of course I do. Ariato, do you believe him? He's not lying. You can tell us or not. What's done is done. Let's just get out of here. Happily. And with that, you hear a gay yahoo from downstairs as Royari is at the bottom <laughs> of the thing. It's emo- Having fun down there? Very much so. Mm, yes, we can take a visit to Gertie. <laughs> Uh, as you guys are leaving, I will say, uh, you walk past everything you've done, and uh, you kind of go past the carnage that the Zulgat left. You, it looks like the skirmishers killed off the bombers, but their poisons also took them out in the end. And uh, as you're passing... They just went nuts. As you're passing... Uh, hey, treasure? 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 Treasure! In their piles, they've got um, some alchemical stuff, a cheetah elixir, uh, some formulae for bleeding spine snares and bomb snares, 67 silver uh, for some game of chance involving chipped piece of stone, and a little statuette. A little statuette, yes, um, of Aridin. Looks like it's worth about 100 gold, but on it, it bears, this little idol bears an axiomatic rune which can be transferred to a weapon as though the idol were a runestone. Basically, Ooh. this would let you make your we- da- your weapons do lawful damage if you so chose to. Which could be... I don't think any of us are lawful, but... Yeah, no. <laughs> no. It's fine so long as it isn't a chaotic person holding it. Fuck. is out. <laughs> <laughs> well... Rare, you would need a plus two striking weapon because you already got an enchantment on this one. Mm. I'm sure, I am sure, your family would be happy to help. Rare's like, I found an axiomatic thing. They're like, axiomatic! <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get that on your weapon pronto. Um, as, you're, <laughs> as you're walking past the second camp, though, holy shit, you thought the treasure up there was good? No, no, no. There's 12 platinum, 47 gold, 355 silver, a little green of an eel worth 75 gold, a modra uh, potion of fire resistance, and an oil of keen edges. Rich, baby. Rich. 
Holy shit. Um, Rayari has this, like, serene look on his- on their face <laughs> as they are collecting everything and is like, Guys, I think that we're set for the next forever. Oh, yes. Or until Rayari buys some new shoes. Shut up. <laughs> you could get another bigger tent. Oh my- Actually, that's not a bad idea. Mm-mm. We're gonna need it. Mm-hmm. The journey on from here is quick. You return to Fenry, and they they treat you to a night of festivities and fun. Uh, if there is so much weed, there is just so much weed. <laughs> like I, I don't know what to tell you, man. They're like, they're like, oh, welcome aboard. Now come into the store in our house, and there's just fucking weed everywhere. God. Good for them. Good for them. Good, good for them. You understand why they're like that. Um, <laughs> as you're kind of like uh, chilling with them, I think uh, one of them, Gordo, the Fisher Shuni that you'd met on the first time, he's kind of looking out and he says, Oh, Jesus, do you hear that? Mm-hmm. Hear that? Uh, I swear I can hear the sound of. Is that a rainstorm coming? Heck, uh-huh. we haven't had one of those in a long time. Ah, sure, be good for the Is crops. Good thing? Oh, yeah. Starting to get fairly difficult. It's a small miracle. I'd say there's someone out there looking out for us. Hmm. I'm sure there is. The night comes to an end, and eventually you start heading back home. Back to Matt and Cleave. You give your thanks to uh, the doe-eyed mayor for keeping you here, and uh, to the people of Matt and Cleave for being such a wonderful audience. And just like that, once again, the show is on the road. Where are you headed next? The next closest uh, town is uh, Castanly. There is also the option of uh, going to the longer town if you prefer and heading off to um, to Turpin Row. Hmm. I might as well go closer. More convenient. Okay, so Lee isn't that far away. Better than you loop around. Mm-hmm. You all take uh, decide to start heading down to. Uh, to the orchard's town of Castanly. Briari, you sleep soundly, empowered by this divine destiny, which is slowly coming over you, even despite of your own free choices. Soundly might be overstating it. Ariato, I don't know if you sleep or not. That's really on you, isn't it? Comes and goes. <laughs> it would seem. But Volio... You don't get the choice. You go to sleep. Yeah, be like that. You're in the swamp folio. It's more real than normal. You don't like how that place earlier was dying, too. Yeah, not one bit. The worms are in the sky, and they're looking down at you. Like they're trying to scope out... They're trying to understand you, I think. Do you talk to them, or do you just let them study you? He talks to them. What does he say? He can hardly, like, bring himself to look up at them. He's got that, like, sea of anxiety in his stomach every time he wakes up here. And it makes him feel sick. And it makes him never want to close his eyes again sometimes. Sucks. Sucks. Sucks to suck. Um, but he's going to ask him... He's going to ask him what happens if he doesn't follow the others. 
Do you not want to? He tells them it's more complicated than a yes or no. Then you are learning well. There is no yes or no in this life. A binary, certainly not. Infinite choices come from infinite questions, and you will never be on the path to yes or no until it has already come to pass. And as for what will happen if you do not Volivia, while it is impossible to tell for certain, as once again, infinite possibilities for infinite choices, we may enlighten you to what we believe will come to pass. And suddenly you're not in the swamp anymore, Volio. Where is he? You're not anywhere. You're not a person. You simply see the Isle of Cortos. And it's... You see the clouds above passing quickly. And everything looks fine for a few moments. But then, suddenly, it, it doesn't. You see ships leaving Absalom's Bay quickly, but then immediately stopping. The amount of people on the streets drops significantly. And then there are earthquakes. And the mountains themselves tremble. The cities collapse on themselves. Tidal waves start to crash across the shores. And then the mountains disintegrate. And the dust cloud from the, from the tall mountains of Kortos wipe the cities from the maps. Until all that is left is an arid wasteland which starts to sink into the sea. And then, just as quickly as it started, it is gone. And then you're back in the swamp. There's like a twinge of slight guilt on his face. And he takes a moment and he that kind of just disappears. And he asks him what that ever had to do with him. Nothing! That is why you were chosen. It's the last thing anyone would expect. Don't you agree? Not. The chorus will not let you go hurt. You are our weapon against the demonic influence which threatens our world. You must trust us in that we are protecting you. Do you believe us? Volio shakes his head. Lol. The Mao, even. Lol, the Mao. Kind of looks up at them with disdain. Then that is one of your infinite choices. You require further convincing and further companionship. We will provide. Good night, Volio. He's... <laughs> he tries to ask what they mean. Good night, Volio. Via? Sleep well. And with that, you are back in bed. Just breathes out. He's probably in a cold sweat. Yeah, don't blame him. 
Ariato, are you asleep? Uh, even numbers, yes. Odd numbers, no. <laughs> Odd number. I rolled a three. Nope. Okay, Ariato, you're sound asleep, which is wonderful for me. Um, Royari, you are asleep. Volio, you're awake. And so is the other person in this room. He sits up really quickly. There's a figure silhouette in the darkness, and their teeth are the only thing that you can see. And it's pulled into this grin that is empty of any actual emotion. They're a... They're a round-looking figure, and Volio, this figure is staring down at you, and it is... It's like a fucking sleep paralysis demon for a moment. He feels all of the air leave his body. And honestly, he... He doesn't know if he can start breathing again looking at this thing. He has... night vision. So he sees... He sees what it is. There's a moment of pure silence before eventually the figure breaks the si- uh, breaks it and tells you go back to sleep. <sighs> And he lays down. And the figure is gone. he does it. He, he, okay. He closes his eyes and he doesn't go back to sleep, but he acts like he does. The figure vanishes. For now. But they're around and you know what they are. Volio, you've seen something today, which may never come to pass. But if it does, it would mean the death of the Isle of Portos, and that is on your shoulders. That's on all of your shoulders, but now you are aware of it. What it would look like if this island died. And these creatures, the worms, they call themselves the Chorus. For the first time, you have something to identify them with. And eventually, sleep does come over you. The long road to Cassin starts. This episode of Dice Roll would not have been possible without the support of our Patreon supporters. Coach McHorse, Daniel McElduff, Black Dragon, Ava, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Casper, Steph, Emlyn, Cone Without Name, Sean C., Skyly Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C., Elizabeth, Jenna Mitchell, James R., Kane Kendrick, Don Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Mel Eeyore, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, 
Emlinoderna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66 Seeker, Leon, Lynx, Dame Valerie the Turd, and Sierra. If you want us to keep it rolling, check us out at www.patreon.com slash dicewillroll and see what you can get for your support. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.